So, uh, some of you might absolutely love this. Some of you might hate it, but <laughs> we're going to get back to answering some of your guys' questions and like more storytelling instead of listening to me bang on about laughing about my own jokes. <laughs> I was talking to a friend uh, a couple of days ago um, and it made me feel good, right? Because they were like, you sound so full of joy listening to you. Like it's just become part of my routine. It's part of what I do on Mondays. You know, I drive to work. It's like how I amp myself up for my day. And I don't know anybody that is so committed to laughing at themselves than you. And I was like, is that a compliment? I can't decide if I think that's a compliment. I think it's a compliment. I mean, if you're not laughing at your own jokes, who, who's laughing at them? <laughs> okay, I'm not getting started again. I'm not starting this again. I actually am really glad uh, to be doing this because I got some really good questions. Um, and I... Um, I'm also like doing some reflecting and I got a question about this, about farmer's market season coming to an end. Um, and I've just been like spending some time here thinking about that and like what the summer has meant for me and to me and holy shit, what a summer it was and hands down without a shadow of a doubt the best thing that happened was the farmer's market and being in community with people that are really talented and dedicated to their craft uh small also really dedicated really hard-working really badass farmers and this coming Saturday is our last day. And like even last weekend, you know, like as we were breaking down, it was just really surreal to think like, damn, like this is it, you know? And I mean, the reality is, is that thinking that we were just setting up for the first time May 15th and how quickly it all just went. I have no idea how... I know I say this all the time and people are like, we know time goes by fast, but seriously, you know, like here we are at the end of October market season is coming to an end. And I'm just like, sweet, fuck, what happened? And where was I? I was at the farmer's market. That's what I was doing. Um, but somebody asked me what my most favorite thing about being at market was and like being a vendor and uh, where do I even start? And also, you know, like I'm doing this list in my head and thinking to myself, you know, I have all of my notes and whatnot, my outline, and I'm like pretty committed to not getting sad on this podcast about market season coming to an end. But honestly, I don't really know where to start, but I think like the most well-rounded and like straight to the point is just the people, you know, when I think about things from a business standpoint, and maybe this makes me silly in ways, but like, I don't know. I mean, when I think about the things that impacted me the most, it was like the people, 
you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the sales. It wasn't, you know, it was getting to know the people in my community, fostering relationships with other vendors, fostering relationships with folks that have now become new regulars of mine, people that I see weekly, like that's huge. You know, these, um, watching how quickly babies change and how quickly kids grow up and keeping up with folks and their, and their lives and their spouses and their trips and, you know, like other creative endeavors that they wanted to do. You know, like there's a couple of volunteers. Um, my tent is directly next to the volunteer tent at city park. And, you know, I've gotten to know all of those people all summer long and a couple of them, you know, they actually are thinking about starting something in, in hopes that perhaps they could also be a vendor there next year. And I, it's touching as fuck. <laughs> I mean, like it really is to just like be in community with these people and to see the owners, Peter and Margot, just like how much they have given, you know, to vendors, to the community in terms of like, you know, really curating this really well thought out, really diverse, um, really exceptional market, in my opinion, that I feel really humbled and grateful to be a part of. Um, but also just like their attentiveness to like other people's needs and their ability and willingness to like go hard for their vendors and their community. You know, like we've run into like bizarre ass snags. Like we had to post up and do market for like the first half of it during the Colfax marathon. And it was just like, everybody had to think on their toes. Everybody kind of just had to band together and be of service to one another and unpack each other's shit in the dark and in the cold. And you know what I mean? But like, that's really what that kind of looks like to me, you know, is like watching all of these people come together and learning people's kids' names. And, you know, like I've, I have dinner plans with somebody that I met that's now a client of mine just to like keep in touch and like make sure that we somehow stay in each other's lives. You know what I mean? And so this season, this year in general has been really fucking hard. And it's also been really so beautiful that I can't even put into words, to be honest, you know, just the own, my own self growth and, you know, expanding my community and, you know, what my life looks like with me and my two small children. It's been wild, but you know, the, the one like consistent thing, the one like standing thing, no matter what, no matter like how bad I was getting my shit kicked in or how stressed out I was or, you know, whatever, like weird snags in my business and in my personal life, it didn't like, none of that mattered, right? Like the market, it was like, I could count on showing up and being amongst my community and like having my cup filled up again. So being in community, that's my answer as usual. Like I said, I feel really grateful that I got to be a part of this specific market and I can't recommend it more, but man, you know, like there are things that I am obviously very excited about 
Um, I'm excited to not get up at two o'clock in the morning for some time. Um, you know, I'm excited to sort of like shift my business back into, you know, sort of the model that it looked like before with, with pickups. Um, and, and, and in doing that, you know, like there also was some really beautiful community that was sort of cultivated really organically there too. We started calling it breakfast club, right? Um, a dear friend of mine and the woman that does all of my, um, website and graphics and all of the things that you see, uh, basically on, you know, my personal website, my professional website, uh, she's a dear friend of mine. And so, you know, she started coming another market vendor who is another dear friend of mine, uh, Melissa, who owns Nectar, who is sits right next to me on the other side at the farmer's market, she would come to breakfast club. And then sure enough, you know, folks that would come and pick up their orders, they would stay and have coffee. And so it just became like this opportunity to kind of hang out and catch up. And I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to like shifting into, you know, like a slower season in some ways, but also like, being able to bear witness to the new growth that I'm going to experience within my business. So, um, seasons are weird, man, like literal seasons and just kind of like life seasons and what a fucking trip it's been. And I wouldn't have changed any of it. I really wouldn't have. So city park farmers market. I can't say enough good things about it. I really can't. And if you didn't get a chance to check it out this summer, I hope I will catch y'all there next. Uh, this next question. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Ava, I'm trying to make myself like cooking more. What do you find to be the most relaxing thing about cooking? This is a question. <laughs> um, you know... Number one, it depends. <laughs> Y'all know I can never just give a straight answer. So I hope that everybody understands this when they're writing in questions or emailing them or, you know, like sending them to my DMs. I don't believe in direct answers. Real rarely do I do, but it depends, right? Like, um, who am I cooking for? What am I cooking? Uh what time of day I'm cooking? Am I rushed while I'm cooking? You know, like there's hella variables, but the one thing that I will say is that I think no matter what across the board, there are things about cooking. I mean, I could be like scrambling to put dinner on the table for my kids with like 15 minutes, or I could be uh, cooking for a date or somebody that I love or friend or family or whatever. And there are several things that I just love no matter what that I find really relaxing. And that is having my shit together. So like your mise en place, right? Like just making sure that especially if you're tackling something that maybe, and even if you're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're not tackling something that requires like hella ingredients, but just like making sure that you have your shit together Okay. And also making sure that you keep like a pretty neat workspace, because let me tell you something, if you don't love cooking and if that is like something that already kind of stresses you out, if you implicate yourself by like 
fucking up your workspace with just like garlic skins everywhere and there's just like a bunch of trash that's like compostable stuff and like that kind of stuff right like your waste that shit gets super overwhelming and so Rachel Ray man I gotta tell you y'all need a garbage bowl I don't care that woman I'm not here to drag anybody let me shut up uh she does find things I've actually made several of her recipes I don't dislike her. Do I idolize her? Is she somebody that I aspire to be? No, but from a very young age, I will never forget one of the things that I took from her and one of the things that stands out more than anything else in terms of shit that I'm walking with that is like good information is keeping a garbage bowl. I still do that. I have always done it. And honestly, it makes things like a million times easier, right? Like if you are chopping onions, you are like smashing your garlic and peeling it. You're like chopping off the tops of your carrot. Put that shit in a bowl so it's not just like scattered town all over your workspace. Like this might seem like menial, obvious stuff, but I don't know, man. But, but like if you don't love cooking or you're trying to find yourself like in a new rhythm, you can burn yourself out real easily and real quick or like tackling recipes that do require a ton of spices or recipes that do require like hella steps you know what I mean like if you don't really love cooking I mean I maybe wouldn't try to make like beef wellington with like your homemade puff pastry tomorrow you know what I mean so I think like don't bite off more than you can chew no pun intended but there's also things about cooking itself that I just love right and so things like the smell of garlic and oil or especially like citrus garlic and oil that brings me tr tremendous amounts of joy i actually really like prep work for the most part so doing things like slicing carrots or chopping onions or i like that kind of shit or like doing my garnish and like setting that aside you know what i mean i find joy in that I also like make sure that my environment if I can control it right like I love I it doesn't even have to be booze or like wine or like I love pouring a glass of kombucha I mean I love just like having some kind of drink in my hand don't get me wrong <laughs> I love a cocktail I love a glass of wine but like just having something that's mine especially if I can have music on in the background if Scarlett's not trying to watch like Gabby Dollhouse <laughs> like things like that that just sort of like put me in the mood or I love that kind of stuff and so I do feel like that this is a good question I'm glad that you asked it and all of that stuff right I mean it's just kind of part of the job but I do like I find that relaxing you know <laughs> like in lots of in lots of ways but also it's important to understand that I do I love cooking anyways like that's just something that I pull joy from Anyways, so I think that if like, you know, you're, you're just trying to find your groove and you're just trying to simply not dislike it so much, start small, man, you know, like roast some vegetables and make like a vinaigrette for it and eat something real easy. Make fried rice. Fried rice is like an underdog. And I know that I've talked about this on other episodes, but if y'all are not making fried rice and if at least some bits of that is not crunchy, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. It's so easy. It's so cheap. It takes like 15 minutes top to bottom. Y'all need to make fried rice and it's delicious. 
Okay, so start small, keep your workspace clean, set the mood. And I don't know, like find stuff that, find your own joy within there, okay? Get a garbage bowl though, I'm telling you, get a garbage bowl. Um, this next question, <sighs> Stephanie says, I would love to eat more seafood, but I hate cooking it in my house. What do you recommend? Stephanie, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I really don't. I think about this often, you know, like when I lived in a house and I had a grill, it was a lot different for me, but I am really weird really weird about how my house smells. I'm real weird about it. And like, this is not a dig on people for the love of God. Please do not come for me over this. You make seafood in your house. I hope that you do. Honestly, I'm jealous because I love seafood. I love scallops. Um, I have been craving linguine and clams since I was pregnant with Maddox. And I have not had it. Maddox is 15 and a half months old. Oh my God, y'all. Who is going? If you're in Denver, please, God, please invite me over for linguine and clams. Please take me somewhere. Where are we going? Anyways, y'all, this is a thing for me too. Like, <clears throat> I'm hella smell sensitive anyways, but... What are we doing? And if you have like something to say about this that is more helpful than me being like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want, especially because like my apartment, right? My building is really old and my bedroom is actually technically a loft because it has this weird cutout Ugh, anyways. But like if I'm searing meat or something, or if I'm doing something that's like putting off tons of like odor or even a little bit of smoke, I can come upstairs and I swear to you, the clothes in my closet smell like it sometimes. And I'm like, no, that's a no. And so I really don't know. Like if you have a grill, I know some people do like more stuff in the oven. Here's the other thing. The older that I get, I do come to like more like cooked just standard fish. You know what I mean? Like if it's fish tacos or um, like filet type stuff, that's never really been something that I love. But again, I really wish that I had a grill because if I had a grill, I wouldn't have to worry about this. And I realize that I'm not being extraordinarily helpful to you. Here's the only thing that I may suggest is we are eating shrimp cocktail and crudo. We are making our own sushi. I just like, for real, I don't know what else to suggest because I absolutely have the same, the same issue. Like the other night, there's this recipe that I really love. That's like a Greek version of, um, like this pasta with tomatoes and a bunch of oregano and there's shrimp in there and there's feta and I love it so much. And yeah, I just, I'm like, is it worth it to potentially have my house smell like shrimp for the next three days. I don't know. To me, it was not worth it. So if you have tips and tricks for this specific issue, please let me know what they are because I would also, and like sometimes Scarlett is really adventurous too. Well, I take that back. Scarlett has always been a great eater and I can get her interest peaked, right? Like <laughs> a couple weeks ago, some of y'all might remember this from Instagram actually. 
um, I was about to go on vacation. And one of the things that I told her that I was going to do was eat oysters. And she was like, I'll go I mean, I'll try an oyster. All right, mom. Yeah, sure. Like I'll, I'll eat an oyster. And I was like, all right, man. You know, and like, I never, we don't make a big deal out of food in my house. It just is what it is. You want to try stuff? Great. You don't want to try stuff. That's cool. But if I make it or somebody else makes it and offers it to you, you got to try a bite. But she was like, I want to try an oyster. And I was like, all right, man. So we went across the street um, to this little spot that I love that's in my neighborhood. I got her an oyster and she was a fucking champion I mean she really was like okay this is what we're gonna do I you know I showed her we add like the mignonette and then you know kind of just gotta drag it into your mouth she puts it in her mouth and she's kind of it takes about three seconds for her to be like wow that is texturally fucking weird she kind of choose it for a moment and then very quickly she was like uh, heh, eh, heh. and so I was like bud I need you to take a deep breath because we're in the middle of a restaurant like number one I can't have you barf number two you are welcome to spit it out I need you to collect a napkin in order to do that first right like we're not gonna just like but like onto our plate um and she really did man like she tried it it was not her jam. She looked at me like hella offended afterwards and was like, why did you let me do that? And I was like, first of all, you said that you wanted to. I was just along for the ride, right? Like, let me just help you and get you there. Um, needless to say, oysters probably won't be, at least raw ones are probably not going to be revisited anytime soon. But like on occasion, you know, like she can kind of get behind the idea of like, let's make crab legs for dinner or, you know, sometimes she is game to eat shrimp. So again, for the last time, if you have tips and tricks that don't require you to cook outside, please let me know because I am also curious and I got nothing. Okay. I got nothing. And this last question, Kayla writes... Oh, Kayla from Albuquerque writes, what is your favorite part of being a baker and a business owner? So if you have been following along for a beat, you know that I actually never used to like baking. Okay. So let's just get that out of the way. Um, and again, if you've been hanging out for a beat, you know that I am green when it comes to business ownership and owning a bakery. Okay. So, um, Buttermoon was literally born out of absolute necessity. It was a means, uh, for me to be able to care for my kids the majority of the time while I brought in an income as I tried to figure out how to separate from my ex and move out. Um, so I started out as a cottage bakery, did that for a couple of months uh, transitioned into a commissary. Um, I've actually since transitioned into a bigger commissary with more ovens and I'm coming up quick. Actually, it's only like three weeks away, my one year anniversary, which again, you want to talk about things that make you emotional. We'll save that for another, we'll talk about that next week. Anywho, um, number one, it is actually not the baking that I'm in love with. I know this is going to be real shocking to y'all, but if you're noticing a trend here and a theme, it's the community aspect for me, right? It is like 
a way for me to connect. It's a way for me to give back to my community, um, whether that being, you know, like amplifying the voices of other folks, whether that be um, funneling money, you know, or monetary things, right? And to other small businesses, being able to support and, and promote other small businesses, um, it's really not the baking for me, right? Like I love feeding people, but it's not the act of baking that gives me the most joy. It's, you know, hearing stories of folks that have really kind and lovely and beautiful things to say to me about my product specifically, or, you know, ways that people are like repurposing my biscuits, you know, making panzanella and doing these things and like feeding their families or how, you know, they were unable to come to the market for several weeks, but they remembered that I said that they could freeze them and that they like thawed really beautifully and that, you know, they were so grateful that they were able to like pull them out when they had company. And like, that's all of the kind of shit that keeps me going in my day to day, you know, like coming up with, with new flavor ideas and like, you know, talking to my clients and my community about what they want to see more of what they want to see less of like, that's all cool, right? I love to be able to like turn on music hella loud on prep days and just sort of like get into this zone. But honestly, that's not that's that's my least favorite part of my job. Like I absolutely do what I do to be of service to other people in some, in some way and to like impact people's lives that are like really meaningful, you know? And so it, like I said, if that looks like supporting another small business or if that looks like, you know, making hand pies that somebody gifted to one of their friends that was going through like a really hard time or a birthday, I love hearing that kind of stuff. And that is like ultimately what, fills my cup up, you know, like it's hard. It is, it's real hard. This is like, I'm, I'm not, you know, like I'm, I'm not professionally trained. I don't, you know, like it has really and truly just sort of been like one foot in front of the other and like navigating shit as it comes my way. And you know, being able to like celebrate with my community, like a lot of the successes and a lot of the joy. And it's also been like, fuck, I'm having to apologize. It's also been like, wow, that was a huge flop and a fail, you know, like, so it's definitely not all sunshine and roses, you know, just like with any business, you know, like owning any business. And I constantly feel like I'm a work in progress in terms of, you know, turning out quality product, being a stand-up quality business owner, you know what I mean? But again, at the end of the day, like I absolutely do what I do for the sense of community. And and I think about, you know, in in the year you know, the clients that have turned friends or the people that, you know, when they see is a very specific, um, menu item, Stony, I'm looking at you with a spinach and artichoke hand pies, you know, like that shit means the world to me, you know, that people will literally like set a reminder in their phone to like, Oh, like, don't forget that you have to like get to the market or don't forget that you have to get an order in because she's doing my favorite thing that is never lost on me. Um, and yeah, I mean, ultimately for sure, that's, that's absolutely why I do what I do. And yeah, I mean, 
making biscuits that look the way that mine do or making sure that my product is really quality or that I am making everything from scratch all of the time. You know, those are, those are all things that mean a lot to me, but being able to connect with y'all, that's what does it for me. I'll catch up with y'all next week. <laughs>